Welcome back to our listeners. You are tuning in to the 15-Minute Reset Show, and I am your host, Lori Carice. Today, I have with us Dr. Annie White, author of The Calm Code, and today's topic is resetting your anxiety. More specifically, if you're feeling more stressed or anxious about the pandemic, here's why and how to fix it. So welcome to our show, Annie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. I am so happy to have you here too. While I was first looking at this topic, I was thinking, is this a little outdated? You know, I felt a lot of pandemic anxiety, like in in the swallow of it and coming out. And I certainly saw, you know, my younger daughter suffering with a lot of it. Um, she was almost like the last one in her classroom to remove the mask and uh, still was kind of pulling away from people. And then all of a sudden she had this breakthrough and was fine. But, you know, this is definitely a long-term effect. So I want to be open-minded because I'm sure there are very long-term effects about anxiety after the pandemic, or maybe they look a little different than what is expected. You know, when I think of anxiety, I think of that personal space, that anxiety. I mean, the anxiety I'm personally coping with as we pull through a pandemic is business recovery. You know, I mean, that is... um, you know, I, I'm in the event space. So I had my events were shut down. And now I feel like, you know, I had that initial scramble postponing, etc. And now I'm just like, can I even really fully recover this part of my business? Do I move on? So I've got a different type of anxiety, but I'm also kind of a little bit of an anxiety driven person. I think I thrive on a little bit of chaos in my life. <laughs> so maybe you can help out with that. But let's talk. Let's talk about um, feeling more stressed or anxious after the pandemic. Well, here's what happens, um, Lori, and this is what I want people to understand. When I started, I was seeing so many patients in my office and stress was an underlying reason or a cause of so many things that they were coming into me for. And stress and anxiety are on a continuum, right? It's like you get more and more stressed and people think there's a stigma or something to anxiety. But what the pandemic has done is it's normalized anxiety and anxiety is continuous stressful thoughts, isn't it? So when I did research into neuroscience, what I found out is every thought of a certain type, let's say it's stress, wires your mind to be more stressed. You might've heard neurons that fire together, wire together. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but that is a fact of science. So when I dove deeper, negative thoughts have different pathways in the brain than positive thoughts do. And stress and negativity are always hand in hand because stress triggers us to consider worst case scenario. And worst case scenario is always what? Well, it's always negative. It's never positive, is it? So we have been wiring our minds to be more and more stressed and negative. And yeah, you did see a peak in the middle of the pandemic because that's when our thoughts were the most worried, the most stressed. But so many people now are feeling extra stressed. And when I say extra stress, let's let's talk about your situation. Um, someone has a business and they're more worried about that business than they were before. And there are reasons due to the pandemic, but it's also that things can set them off, set off that stress response, anxiety response so much more easily than they could before. And it's because the mind is wired to be more stressed and anxious than it was before. Does that make sense? I, yeah, absolutely. I I mean, it's kind of like, 
the normalizing of that anxiety, it it's allowing us to handle more or or like more stressful things no longer challenge us as much. I don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, because post pandemic, I mean, we're still going through so much with the economy. You and I were just, you know, speaking in the green room. I live in California. We're dealing with really crazy storms right now. Like there's always something. I mean, if you watch the news, that's the most anxious space. <laughs> but I mean, is it triggering a space where we can just consume it so much more and normalizing, as you said? And what is, what is that doing to us? Honestly, no. Um, it's making people more stressed and more anxious, and maybe they're not noticing it. But as these stressful events come up, people react more strongly than maybe they would have before. And why is that? Because our mind is wired to be more stressed and anxious than it was before. And maybe people aren't noticing that they're being set off by little things. But I would say that they are noticing that. Or I, I know you're saying maybe we're normalizing our response, our stress response, our anxiety response. But I think that there's a danger in normalizing that because that's not our normal response to things. Our normal response to things is to have a stressful thing hit our brain and us to have a second to consider a creative solution or a different um, solution than just spinning out into an anxious or worried space, right? That's the normal response. And I don't know how many people are responding that way right now. Well, don't you think that also wellness has become a lot more top of mind during the pandemic? I mean, you know, I think a lot of people started to meditate who didn't meditate anymore, looking for uh, calming solutions. Uh, maybe they've had more family time. And I know that for me, you know, that family time, I I am kind of falling back into that. I mean, the, our weather has been horrible. So we've been inside. I've been playing games with my kids and to me, like those crazy triggers. So another example. So it's been the holiday season as an entrepreneur. Uh, and I have a service-based business. That's a huge downtime for me. So me, anxiety kicks in because I want to work, work, work. I saw bills to pay. I want to close invoices, but nobody responds and it drives me nuts. So I have to really pull myself away from the computer. And what I did was actually, I went to my children. And I was having more family time. It was like forced relaxation, which I don't really cope with all that well, because I don't want anybody controlling me. <laughs> and it was me kind of relinquishing some control. But I think because of the pandemic, it taught me to look internally and to do things at home with my children and kind of creating that safe space. Yes. And if that is an answer, it feels good to you. And that's an answer for you. Every time you do that, you are counteracting all of the anxiety that you were feeling, right? Yeah. Um, and what I've done is I took tools that actually have been proven by science to wire the mind to be calm and happy. And I made it into a program that people can use to rewire their mind. Now, are, these tools aren't the only thing. For instance, you could also be with your children. But what I propose is that you set aside certain times during the day in order to strengthen those calm and happy parts of your brain so that you'll have that chance to react 
in a more balanced way, right? It's like you're in the middle of a break and you're starting to spin out and you're starting to be anxious. And it's good that you pulled yourself back and you thought, oh, well, maybe I'll go and I will hang out with my children. But I think that there was also some moments of spinning out before that decision was made, right? And when your mind is more balanced, you can jump to those decisions more easily and also not spin out before you do, you know, that's not a, before the pandemic, that wasn't always the typical response for people just to go there. So what are your suggestions as we move forward? Because I like to say, as we move through the pandemic, but, you know, COVID's going to be with us. It might not be considered a pandemic, you know, throughout, but we're going to have these surges as we're actually even seeing now in other countries and they, they may trickle back to us, whether or not they result in those full closures. A lot of people are vaccinated or have handled it differently. We know how to socially distance and, and somehow, you know, not all be land in the hospital. Um, how do we kind of move forward in our regular lives, knowing that a pandemic is always possibly looming or an well, right. emergency? I mean, we're never exactly we're, or stress. I mean, we stress. are never going to eliminate the stress in the world. And quite frankly, prior to the pandemic, the 21st century was dubbed the stress epidemic of our lifetime. Right. So. It's not like we were, oh, completely not stressed and then a pandemic hit. We were already in trouble when the pandemic hit. People's minds were, I mean, I did all of this research a decade before this pandemic hit, right? Because it was such an issue for people. And what people need to realize is that every stressful and worrisome and negative thought wires their mind to be more stressed, worried, and negative. So the counter is also true. If you think positive, happy, calm thoughts, that will wire your mind to be more calm and happy. The problem is when your mind is so stressed and so wired that way, it's hard to stay in that space. So sometimes you need tools that can help you, that are defined, that can help you stay in that space for longer, right? And one of them I really like, you know, people always say, oh, well, gratitude is so wonderful for people and people who are grateful are 25% happier. Why is that true? Every grateful thought has wired their mind to be more happy, which is fabulous. And I love gratitude for things. And what I propose is in a stressful moment, try to find something that you're grateful for. Okay, but I not only want you to do that, I want you to say thank you, thank you, thank you, because that amps up your gratitude. And it can be for something completely simple. Thank you, thank you, thank you for my comfy pants. Thank you, thank you, thank you for my roof over my head. Thank you, thank you, thank you for these games I can play with my kids. And that will help to change those tracks in your mind so that you're strengthening those calm and happy tracks instead of the stressed and worried ones. You said something about um, before the pandemic, it, it, what, what was it something about was known to be the stress era? The 21st century. The 21st century. Was dubbed the stress epidemic of our lifetime. 
tell me a little bit about that. What 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 do you know about that? I've never heard that before. And does that oh, really? have anything? No. And does that okay. have anything to do with our generation by any by any chance? I'm just wondering, like, is anxiety um learned behavior? Like my little one had all this anxiety, probably because I was, you know, a stress case. And maybe different generations are handling the anxiety a little bit differently or the pandemic. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. What happens when you think a stressful thought in the mind or a worried thought? I try to keep it to myself, but I probably don't. (laughs) Right. But your mind with every thought like that gets wired to be more stressed and worried, doesn't it? Right. You saw that example of your daughter in school when the pandemic hit. Because everybody was worried all the time. She had to wear a mask over her face. Everybody thought they were going to get sick, right? And she was in third grade. So just to kind of give you an idea of how old she was, I mean, how she was definitely responding to the adults. Yeah. And I mean, she's not alone. So many children had this response. And it's this neuroplasticity in action. It's showing you how stressful and worrisome thoughts can rewire the mind. And the mind can also be wired out of that situation. It's not a forever situation, right? Right. And do I think that modern times contributed to this? Of course, because we have so many stressful and negative things coming to us all the time via TV, via internet, via all of these avenues that we didn't have previously, Mm -hmm. right? social media. Yeah. And, and, and even computers, you know, you think about in the seventies, there weren't any computers that we could just log on to and get information. And when we're on these computers, we have different things popping up all day long. Just like how we self-diagnose all of our illnesses that we always lead. We always think our, our headache is leading to something horrible, you know, that's exactly right. So we can, we can also amplify that stress based on even just Googling something like you're mm-hmm. saying, which we could never do before. We had to go to an encyclopedia. We had to look it up and the encyclopedia wouldn't necessarily lead us down all of those rabbit holes that would again, wire the mind with every thought. Oh my gosh. You have me thinking about encyclopedias and phone books. <laughs> It's like back in the day, you know what? Things were a little more simple when we had to really go look for information instead of have instant access, you know, and, and also triggered conversations, you know, asking people about a subject matter before, oh, let's go look it up at the encyclopedia. I remember my mom having this long set of of encyclopedias, and that's how I like researched information for for term papers and such. And then there, of course, there was the phone book to look for the pizza person or whatever. But I I know that's like, you know, off topic, but I do look back at that time being a little more simple, less stressful, um, because you didn't have all the information coming at you at once. Well, and every single time the information comes at you and it spurs those stress and negative thoughts, you're wiring your mind to be more stressed and negative. You're training your mind to be more stressed and negative. You're not doing it on purpose, right? But it's happening every single time you do it. 
So what is this doing to our younger generation who ever since they were eight months old have been holding a handheld device? They're receiving information all the time. Well, it's making their minds work in a different way, isn't it? Yeah. And what what I recommend is that parents be aware of it and they try to give their children tools to wire their minds to be calm and happy in addition to that, because you're not going to take it away. Well, because when you do, that's when they're not calm and happy. Well, not necessarily. I mean, if you have something to replace it with, maybe, you know, in those moments, but you're right. It, you're not going to be very popular if you're the mom that says, okay, we are definitely not using this anymore. That's not going to fly. And it's not going to fly after a certain age because they can make their own decisions. So if you can teach them younger to use tools that will balance the mind, that could be really helpful. Absolutely. I think we have to work with what we have, right? Yeah. And what's to come. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like I said, you know, I feel like wellness was a big part of the pandemic. A lot of people started meditating who didn't meditate and take up yoga because it was something fitness related and calming they could do inside of the home. So, you know, those are things, unfortunately, I haven't kept up with and I probably should to deal with just general anxiety. I don't want to think, oh, yoga was how I dealt with the pandemic. Well, it's now a tool for calm. Tell me about your book a little bit. My book is a step-by-step -step process to train your mind to be calm and happy based on what I have just told you about. And I use scientifically proven ways to make your mind calm and happy in a systematic process so that you spend a certain amount of time every single day building these pathways that are going to counterbalance the stress and worried ones in your mind. And I went through a really stressful period on my own way. It was before the pandemic and I saw in action how this worked. So I became very passionate about getting this into the hands of everybody who needs it. Cause I saw what a difference it made for me. And it was huge. And you're right. You do have to maintain it. Cause it's just like building muscles or getting into good physical condition, you you have to, at first, spend more time on it, because you're you have you have, you know, it's further to get where you want to go. And then where you when you get to that baseline, you have to maintain it. I was going to ask you for a final takeaway for our listeners, like one useful tip in dealing with the anxiety, but I think you just did that as far as building the muscle. Right? Yeah, keeping definitely. It up, keeping it going keep it going. Um, and just remember that you have a choice. Remember that this isn't, you know, something that happens to you that you can't undo, or you can't have a say in, I want to put the power back into people's hands and say, you do have a choice and you can change how you feel. You can change this. And it doesn't happen overnight because natural things don't, but if you stick with it, it can really help. That's wonderful. Well, Dr. Annie, thank you so much for being here with me today. Uh, for our podcast listeners, I'm going to make sure I include everything in show notes, including a link to your book. For our radio-only listeners, what's the best way to connect with you? D-O-C-T-O-R, AnnieWhite.com, 
or my book, The Calm Code, is on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, iBooks, IndieBound. And for anybody who happens to follow me, I actually even have a um, a store. If you Google my name, uh, Amazon store, and our guests who are authors, I do like to add their book, um, the link to to my, I guess it's like an affiliate program or whatever. I think I'm an influencer is what they call it. So I actually have a store. So I, I do put um, all of our guest podcasts, our, our podcast guests um, links to their book. I'm going to make sure that I get that from you too then. And Great. that's been wonderful. Well, thank you so much for this wonderful reset. And I appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. And this has been another 15 minute reset.